Hey everyone, and thank you again for tuning in. This is Unspoken Logic. I'm your host, Michael. Let's get it started. By failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. That couldn't be any more true today than it ever has been. You look at what's going on in the world that are occurring right around you, and people are still going about their daily routines not caring, not paying attention to the bigger picture. People are still scared, they're double masked, they're wearing visors, they're not looking at the data, they're not looking at common sense. And I have no idea why people just can't realize but this is happening and what we've been fed is a complete scam I've reported on a lot of things so far and if you're listening to this pass it on tell people get the information out there my last podcast I discussed Operation Mockingbird and how the media is controlled by the CIA and different corporations that want to push certain agendas the elite the 13 bloodlines there's proof of everything you just have to know where to look now operation blackjack is a simulated uh, scenario with the MI5 and how they report uh, warns government of imminent terrorist attack. A coalition of homegrown extremists, Islamists, and Christian doomsday cultists may have acquired the means to carry out a mass casualty attack. Such a strike may take the form of a biological, chemical, or even nuclear attack in one of the main population centers. Human intelligence indicate that this group is ready to strike at any time. Now, in the event of such an attack, the likelihood of many thousands of casualties is high. Speculated date that this was supposed to occur in the simulation is June 20th. We cannot allow further destruction and mass loss of life under the terms of Emergency Contingencies Act of 2011. Your government is instituting the following precautionary measures with immediate effect. A new government will be formed. I don't know if this is with the United Nations, but it will be called Union of North America Department of Homeland Security and Oversight. Number one, all purchases, businesses, and financial transaction across the UNA must now be supported by presentation of your UNA biometric identification card. UNA oversight has the authority to close the businesses that fail to demand the sight of the card from all clients and customers. Citizens who fail to carry their card and present it upon demand could face unlimited jail terms. Hmm. The Patriot Act, the Insurrection Act, who put that into effect? Who changed it? Can you go into certain places 
and eat food if you don't show certain things. It's all right in front of you. Number two, all citizens are obliged with immediate effect to make contact with their approved health provider to arrange to receive a one-time vaccination against a range of biological and chemical agents. There is no charge for this implant slash vaccine. Failure to comply could result in an unlimited prison term. Hmm. Sounds pretty familiar to me. There is a considerable amount of evidence that some internet chat rooms deemed alternative uh, or websites and other forums were used by the perpetrator of the June 22nd attacks to coordinate their actions. To prevent further use of the web, these steps are being taken by the regulatory authorities to monitor and prevent unpatriotic abuse of digital communication. They were going to monitor and take out the communication. All journalists operating within the UNA are required to contact the DHSO within one month. Registration is mandatory. Upon registration, the DHSO, so essentially, your First Amendment gets thrown out the window. The Constitution becomes no more. Some might even say that the Constitution is not valid today. You decide. I have my own reservations. The DHO will satisfy itself of journalist credentials and issue a license to operate all persons intending to publish material for consumption by third parties and any medium must be registered and approved. Failure to comply could result in an unlimited jail term. So essentially this Operation Blackjack is to usher in a one world government under the guise of a terrorist attack that happens all throughout the US simultaneously at one time either an EMP uh, dirty bomb um, will be used so uh, this is going to be an attack on American soil no one knows when it's going to occur uh, but we do know that there's a timeline that these elite and these sick individuals need to follow in my opinion I think they're running behind schedule which is why you're seeing the big push all of a sudden if you look at other operations that we have we have operation Northwood now operation Northwood was a series of false flag proposals that originated within the United States government in 1962 the proposal called for the Central Intelligence Agency we just went over that or the CIA or other operatives to commit acts of terrorism in US cities and elsewhere these acts of terrorism were to be blamed on Cuba in order to create a public support for a war against that nation which had recently become communists under Fidel Castro. One part of the Operation Northwoods was to develop a communist Cuban terror campaign in the Miami area, in other Florida cities, and even in Washington. Operation Northwood proposals included hijackings and bombings, followed by the introduction of phony evidence that would implicate the Cuban government. It stated, the desired 
resultant from the execution of this plan would be to place the United States in the apparent position of suffering defensible grievances from a rash and irresponsible government of Cuba and to develop an international image of a Cuban threat to peace in the Western Hemisphere. Other several proposals were included within Operation Northwoods, including real or simulated actions against various U.S. military and civilian targets. The plan was drafted by Joint Chiefs of Staff, signed by Chairman Lehman Lemnitzer, and sent to the Secretary of Defense, although part of the U.S. government's Cuban Project Anti-Communist Initiative, Operation Northwood was never officially accepted. It was authorized by the Joint Chief of Staff, but then rejected by President John F. Kennedy. He was sacrificed. Then what did they call people after that? Conspiracy theorists. To discredit anybody questioning their main objective, their narrative. Now Operation Northwood was only one of several plans under the umbrella of Operation Mongoose. Shortly after the Joint Chiefs signed and presented the plan in March 1962, President Kennedy, still smarting from the Bay of Pigs fiasco, declared that he would never authorize a military invasion of Cuba and refuse to endorse the Northwoods project. In September, Kennedy denied the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, General Lehman Lemnitzer, a second term as the nation's highest ranking military officer and by the winter of 1963 Kennedy you guessed it he committed suicide he was assassinated I'm surprised they didn't label it a suicide apparently this assassination took place by Lee Harvey Oswald a communist sympathizer in Dallas Texas the public would only learn about Northwoods 35 years later, when the top-secret document was declassified by the John F. Kennedy Assassination Records Review Board. Nearly 40 years later, a very similar event would actually take place on American soil, bearing all the hallmarks of Operation Northwoods, the destruction of the World Trade Center on September 11, 2001. And I don't care what your reservations are about that. Explain to me three buildings went down with two planes. Jet fuel melted the beams. If you look at the structural integrity of these buildings and what they were able to withstand, you look at the video footage, you look at Lucky Larry, uh, you know, the guy that owned the World Trade Centers and how he wasn't there that day. but. He opened an insurance policy for terrorist attacks shortly before this all happened. The internet was not as rampant as it is today back then. The information was not able to get out there. And if people started questioning the narrative, well then they just weren't patriotic, were they? Never forget, but in a country where everyone has the attention span of a goldfish because people don't remember their history they don't remember what happened last year they don't remember and that's part of the whole thing give them conflicting information to confuse them and keep doing it where they don't know what to believe and eventually 
they move past it and they don't think about it anymore. I was doing some research on these different operations and June, okay? What was supposed to happen roughly around April? April 29th is the official date of Saturn crossing, okay? Shani or Saturn will enter Aquarius after leaving Capricorn on April 29th, 2022, and will remain in Aquarius sun sign till July 12th, 2022, from July 12th, 2022, to January 17th, 2023, after uh, transitioning into Capricorn into retrograde uh, phase, Shani or Saturn will again enter Aquarius. Now, I asked myself, okay, well, what's going to be going on around these dates? And I dived down the rabbit hole and I was able to find that there are some military events that are going to be taking place, okay? Uh, and this is provided by Headquarters, uh, Department of the Army, Deputy Chief of Staff, G357, Damo, SSW, uh, and was reported back in October 29th of 2021. And again, this is called Global Defender 22. Uh, so what is it? GD-22 is the premier U.S. Army modernization series of continental U.S.-based exercises and experiments. These exercises demonstrate current and future modernization capabilities in forming Aim Point 2035 emerging technologies, concepts, and formations. Uh, so what are the current and past efforts of the Army? The Army is ensuring that right people with the right skills and training are in the right roles to succeed in complex future missions. The Army is training and equipping its multi-domain forces to deliver cross-domain effects during both competition and conflict. GD-22 will execute in two phases from April to September 2022. Phase 1, April through May 2022, led by the U.S. Army Forces Command, or FORSCOM, include four exercises. Brigade Combat Team Rotation at the National Training Center, or NTC. Brigade Combat Team Rotation at Joint Readiness Training Center, or JRTC. Core Level Warfighter Exercise. Air Defense Artillery Brigade Exercise, known as Roving Sands. Now, phase two is from August through September of 2022 called Project Convergence. Led by U.S. Army Future Commander AFC, consists of three experiments. Stay with me. Multi-Domain Operation Live 22, or what they're calling it, MDO Live 22, showcases a multi-domain task force, MDTF, experimenting with intelligence information, cyber, electronic warfare, and space. We say that again, electronic warfare and space. Positioning, navigation, and timing. PNTAX 22 exercises a striker formation to assess tactical vehicle integrated systems and include an electronic warfare cell to test systems to defeat the enemy with, stay with me, electromagnetic capabilities. Electromagnetic capabilities. What takes down the cell grid? 
what takes down the internet? EMF, electromagnetic pulse. Now, Project Convergence, 22 capstone exercises, joint and multinational partners, UK and Australia. Now, what's going on in the UK? What's going on in Australia right now? Start piecing together all the information. Okay, the test emerging technologies such as the next generation combat vehicle and long range precision fires. All right, this is the plan. They have to put it right there in plain sight. They have to tell you what's going on. Look at the operation during 9-11. Uh, what military exercise was taking place? If you don't know, look it up. Type it in your Google browser. Military exercise on 9-11. Just so happened to happen on that date. And this is all in conjunction with the alignment of Saturn. And if you look into the occult and what these people worship, the false sun god, Marduk, right, or Shani, Saturn, the cube. In fiscal year 2023, the army will resume the Defender series of exercises that began in fiscal year 2020 as two exercises, one large and one smaller deploying forces to both Europe and the Pacific with one priority theater every year. The priority of fiscal year 23 is Pacific Pathway and the priority of fiscal year 24 is Defender Europe. Why is this important to the Army? G222 communicates the Army's story of modernization. The exercises and experiments showcase multi-domain concepts, demonstrate advanced future capabilities and test doctrinal techniques, tactics and procedures or TTPs. The lessons learned inform future events leading to aim point 2035 what's in agenda 2030 world economic forum the army soldiers and units with the right weapons command and control systems and data enablers all correctly position open windows of opportunity and provide access so the joint force can fight and win what are they going to fight who are they going to fight who is this going to be geared towards I've often wondered if our own military would go against us. You can look at this. This is all available on the Army's uh, website. All right. Resources is at uh, HQDA G357 Bolte Portal. Right. Another thing that I found pertaining to that date is what's known as Cascadia Rising 2022 Exercises Series Outreach Program. All right. Exercise disclaimers. Now these details are not set in stone according to them. A request for a national level exercise or NLE has been submitted by Region X states to FEMA. Okay. FEMA has not issued an NLE designation for 2022. Now Cascadia Rising 2022 exercise will be executed with or without the NLE designation. So it doesn't matter. They stated, if we receive the NLE designation, recovery components will be required and federal staff or contractors and or contractors will assist state exercise staff. All right. Now, Emergency Management Division. A disaster ready and resilient Washington state. Castadia Rising 2022 exercise overreaching purpose. 
tests the organized response phase of the state catastrophic plan and response core capabilities delivered by the plan and the Washington State Restoration Framework or recovery in conjunction with neighboring states and regional plans. Science-based effort drives planning and exercises efforts for scenarios and planning assumptions such as risk assessments, high track FEMA, hazards for earthquakes and tsunami FEMA, M9 tsunami modeling, tsunami modeling with DNR, UW or NOAA, RAPS, transportation completed, water started, airports proposed, collaboration efforts between emergency management division, Department of Natural Resources, National Guard, FEMA, USGS, UW, crew and others. Tsunami, earthquakes, are they preparing for something? Is this alignment going to start something, something bigger? Now, I've dived into some stuff about the Sumerian culture and the planet uh, that they referred to as the destroyer and the cycle pathway of this planet and everything in our history has been geared to wipe everything out that makes sense nobody speaks about the ancient texts and what they referred to we do know that we get wiped out how is it i mean think logically how is it that we've been around for this long and we're just now getting to a point where we're advanced enough to have electronics. Do we get to a certain point and then get wiped out? Do the powers that be wipe us out because we get to a point of not being controllable or manageable? More with this operation states, uh, state priorities are life-saving and life-sustaining strategies, critical transportation, mass care services, public health, uh, energy, fuel, power grid, water and wastewater, information communications technologies, uh, disaster ready and resilient Washington State also states exercise concept propose exercise objective operational coordination establish and maintain a unified and coordinated operational structure and process that appropriately integrates all critical stakeholders and supports the execution of core capabilities ensure the capacity of timely communications uh, provide all decision makers with decision relevant information regarding the nature and extent of the hazard, any cascading events, and the status of the response. Deliver essential commodities, equipment, and services in support of impacted communities and survivors to include emergency power and fuel support, as well as the coordination to access to community staples, um, synchronize logistics capabilities, and enable the restoration of impacted supply chains. Provide transportation, include infrastructure access and accessible transportation services for response priority objectives, including the evacuation of people and animals and the delivery of vital response personnel, equipment and services into the affected area, mass care services, etc., etc., public health, health care, and EMS, providing life saving medical treatment, uh, fatality management, provide fatality management services, um, sharing information with mass care services for the purpose of reunifying family members and caregivers with missing person uh, slash remains and providing counseling to the bereaved. Stabilize critical infrastructure functions, minimize health and safety threats, 
and efficiently restore and revitalize systems and services to support a viable, resilient community. You're going to be going through a lot, so you must be resilient. So the proposed timeline is June 9th through June 24th. June. What did I mention prior about June? April, May, June. Three months. What we're seeing, they already know. You have to have the eyes to see and the ears to hear. Again, this is called Cascadia Rising 2022. Now, some of the exercise concept or players, the ones that have been confirmed, are FEMA Region X, Canada, Washington State Agencies, Counties, Cities, Tribes, Businesses within Washington, Washington National Guard, Oregon Emergency Management, Oregon National Guard, Idaho Emergency Management, Alaska Emergency Management. Now, what are near those? Yellowstone, Earthquakes. Cascadia grid or the Cascadia fault line. Is that what they're pointing to? Also, the shakeout, annual ramp up activities, tsunami workshops and drills, coast and inner coast, fractured grid and grid X. That's another thing. Look up grid X. Communications drills, state training and exercise planning workshop. Additional HCEP courses have been added to assist with exercise design capabilities and capacities. Lahar exercises, sheltering exercises, FEMA Region X planning meetings. Also, we're looking at the Cascadia Rising 2022 exercises projected to be in June of 2022. And according to them, the scenario is science-based. The exercise will test plans. Also, Zalam. FEMA hosting nuclear detonation webinar team meteorologists. Now this took place on January 5th, 2022. FEMA has hosted a webinar would help prepare people for a nuclear detonation. FEMA is holding webinars to gather feedback on the latest planning guidance in response to nuclear detonation. They had a 241 page guide drafted in December. The guidance was developed by a federal interrogancy committee led by FEMA's Chemical, Biological, Radiological, and Nuclear CBRN office with representatives from the Department of Energy or DOE, Health and Human Services, Homeland Security, Defense Department, and the Environmental Protection Agency or EPA, which we all know is a joke. The latest draft document has been updated and expanded to provide guidance for a wider range of nuclear detonations, including larger detonations and air bursts, air, electromagnetic pulse. These are things that can happen. This will take out the grid. Now the question is, will it cause anything else? Will it cause earthquakes? Will it cause tsunamis? Are they preparing for something on a mass scale? They're also talking about right now with the war right or the alleged war with russia okay if these things happen because of saturn crossing or because of what the sumerians spoke about with the nibiru destroyer these are all things that you have to take in consideration now this updated guidance has also reflected evolving nuclear threats facing the country including nation state threats with much larger explosive yields Guidance also considers nuclear devices delivered by ballistic 
missiles, also EMP, ballistic missiles, those are also a thing. Um, elevated in the air. According to FEMA, air bursts can increase the scale of the blast and thermal damage inflicted and may also significantly reduce the fallout produced. When a nuclear detonation occurs, it may take more than a day for the federal government to respond. The updated guidance provides critical consideration that points out that no significant federal response will be at the scene for 24 hours and the full extent of the federal assets will not be available for several days. FEMA adds that emergency responses to a nuclear detonation is principally a local function and not to expect a significant federal response for at least 24 to 72 hours. The comprehensive guide also relies on the experience the United States has detonating nuclear weapons, including a nuclear bomb it set off over Nevada in 1953 named Simon, and the U.S. military's nuclear testing program known as Upshot Knothole, a TX-1724 thermal nuclear weapon design which had a yield of 43 kilotons was detonated at the Nevada National Security Site on April 25, 1953. Simon was detonated atop a 300 feet tower developing a giant mushroom cloud over the southwest. Rather than disperse as expected, radioactive material in the mushroom cloud traveled eastward across the United States and was rained down on New York's capital district in a severe thunderstorm. Other radioactive fallout from the blast fell across wide areas of the southwest and central states. Beyond blast damage and radiation illness, the FEMA guidance also covers electromagnetic pulse or EMP effects. An electromagnetic pulse or EMP is a brief burst of electromagnetic energy. Now, depending upon the source, the origin of an EMP can be a natural or artificial uh, detonation and can occur as an electromagnetic field, as an electrical field, as a magnetic field, or as a conducted electric current. The electromagnetic interference caused by an EMP disrupts communications and damages electronics equipment at higher levels of energy. An EMP can even physically damage objects such as buildings and airplanes. According to a diagram included in the draft guide, which uh, basically covers uh, the extent of the blast range, usually nine miles, you're in the red zone, all electronics wiped out, then it kind of dissipates and the further away you are, the more likely that you are able to use electronics, especially if they're not plugged in at the time and they don't short circuit. So within nine miles, some unprotected electronics plugged in to outlets could be damaged by this surge. Most line propagated damage would occur within 12 miles, okay? but some disruption or damage can occur beyond, says the guide. So we have this event that took place for FEMA, I'm talking about EMP, radiation, ballistic missiles with nuclear bombs. Why? Why are they talking about this? Now, Nostradamus, if you want to jump down that rabbit hole too, in conjunction with all this, uh, Nostradamus uh, predicted in his quatrain, for 2022, the sudden death of first character, he will be changed and they will put another in his kingdom. He also stated, like the sun, the head will seal the shining sea. The live fish of the black sea will almost boil. I asked myself, is that wormwood? So high the price of wheat that a man is stirred his fellow man to eat 
in his despair. The moon in the full of night over the high mountain. The new sage with a lone brain sees it by his disciples invited to be immortal eyes to the south. Hands in bosom, bodies in the fire. Sacred temples of the Roman time will reject the foundations of their foundation. Now is this in reference to the European Union and foresees its demise. He states, in 1555, Nostradamus also appeared to have predicted that the earth will be struck by an asteroid. Sumerian texts, the Emerald Tablets, also talk about the destroyer, resulting in mass death. He did write that a great fire would fall from the sky. 2022. We're going to look at uh, Baba Vanga, a visually impaired psychic from Bulgaria, uh, also known as the Nostradamus of the Balkans, is revered by many for her predictions that have translated into real-life events like the 9-11 terror attacks, Brexit, the rise of ISIS, and much more. She passed away in 1996, but she had made predictions till 5079. The psychic claimed that after she lost her eyesight, she came in touch with her ability to foresee the future. She predicts in the upcoming year 2022 the following. A new virus, another lethal virus, will be discovered by a team of researchers in Siberia. A water crisis, a tsunami. Okay, even she's saying she's predicted a tsunami. Asian and Australian countries will be hit by massive flood, leading to hundreds of deaths. India will be hit with several locust attacks in 2022, further leading to famine. There's going to be a sharp rise in temperature as high as 50 degrees Celsius. This asteroid that she's uh, made references to uh, is known by the name of Oumuamua will be sent by aliens to look for life on Earth. It passed through Earth back in 2017. Uh, there have been strong sheds of evidence to suggest that the object came from outside our planetary system. When it first arrived, or spotted, many researchers, including Harvard University, Avi Loeb, stated that the object was an alien spaceship, allegedly. I'm going to dive down some other things uh, pertaining to the Anunnaki, the Emerald Tablets that we've seemed to forget about. Go more in detail as to what that is, because I know most of you probably have never even heard about that. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and discuss it in my next upcoming podcast. So stay tuned. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of operations that are being discussed right now that are going to be taking place. You have to start piecing together all this information because the information is right in front of your face. Now you need to prepare. Get ready or don't. You know, I'm only trying to bring the information to you. You make up your own mind. But until next time, keep it logical.